Pastor John Cannon and the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this message from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from Scripture would better equip you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's join Pastor John as we study the Word together. States, myself included, sometimes we forget that we are in war this very day. Do you remember that? I mean, we've got men and women that are fighting a battle right now on the battlefield. And let's not forget them. And the reason I love this video so much, I just found this video this week. A lot of times whenever we move into Memorial Day, we, our minds go way back to Grandpa and, and way back to the past and World War II vets and, and Vietnam and, and what have you. But we, we must remember, yes, we are very thankful for World War I and two vets and Vietnam and Korean War and all these, these other vets. We're very thankful for them. But let's not forget our present-day veterans. Let's not forget our present-day uh, military men and women that are serving today. Let's not forget those that have lost their life defending our freedom, fighting this war on terror, whatever, whatever they want to politicize it and make it politically correct and call it, let them do it. But it is a war on terror that we are fighting today. Let's not forget these men and women that have lost their lives over the past 10 years. Uh, and let's honor them on this Memorial Day as well. Amen? Would you do that with me? I know a lot of times um, <clears throat> Memorial Day weekend for a lot of folks, it's, it's the first um, week of summer vacation. It's the time to take off with the family. And, and, and many of our church members have done that this weekend. That's all well and good. Nothing against that. We've got a lot of our folks that are traveling this weekend. But for a lot of folks, it's just a three-day weekend, four-day weekend, just another day or two off of work. Uh, it's barbecues, it's parades, it's cookouts, and, and what have you. But let's not forget, once again, the real reason that we celebrate this Memorial Day. And the reason we have the freedom to celebrate this day is because men and women have given their lives for our freedom. Amen? So let's pray together. Father, this morning we pause to remember, to be very thankful for those that have fought for our freedom. We're so thankful for the United States of America. We're so blessed to be born in this great country. God, I'm thankful for your blessings on this country. And I know how your heart must break today when you look over the portals of heaven and you look down to the United States of America, a nation that was founded on you and godly principles and values. How it seems like many... Many have turned their back on you. But God, I'm so thankful for the remnant that remains. All through your word, from the book of Genesis through the book of Revelation, even in our day today, there's always been a faithful remnant that's been faithful to you. <clears throat> and Lord, <clears throat> I believe that's why the blessings are still on America today. Part of it because of the Abrahamic covenant where we have been allies with Israel. You told Abraham that you would bless him and that, that out of him would come a great nation and out of his seed has come the nation of Israel. God, you also told him that whoever blesses him and his seed, 
that you would bless. And whoever curses him and his seed that you would curse. Your blessings are on America, not because of any good that we have done, but simply because we have stood by Israel all these years. And because we have stood by them, your blessings have been bestowed upon our nation. May we never, ever forget that. And Lord, I thank you for the freedom that not only we have in America, but the freedom that we have in you spiritually. We do realize that it's blood that buys all of our freedom. The sacrifice of men and women through the years that shed their blood, that we have the freedom we have in America today. But God, it's through the shed blood of your son is the freedom that we have spiritually in our lives today. So may this be a Memorial Day weekend where, yes, we pause to remember those in the past and even in the present that have given and are giving their lives for our freedom. But may it also be a Memorial Day weekend that we as Christians celebrate every weekend when we remember the blood that was shed on the cross, the body that was broken, the life that was given so that we could be free. We praise you and we thank you this Memorial Day, this day of remembrance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Memorial Day. If you go back and you'll study, you'll find out that General John Logan was part of the Grand Army of the Republic and he made a declaration and he said in 1868, he said on May the 30th, I want that to be a day annually that we as Americans, that we pause to reflect and to remember all of those men and women that have given their life for our freedom. From that day to this, we have celebrated what is called Memorial Day. Some have called it Poppy Day through the years. If you remember, some of the old timers may remember that. A lot of you, I don't know if, where, how it was where you were raised, but many times when we would go out to our stores in western North Carolina, there would be a lot of times disabled vets that would be there at the stores and they'd be selling the little red poppy seed flowers for a dollar or a buck or something. You'd buy that and you'd give them a dollar and then you'd pin that little flower on your lapel and it was a way to remember those that had died. Of course, then that money went to, uh, to benefit the servicemen and women, uh, those that have been disabled and, of course, the families uh, of the deceased. And, and so all through these years, we have been celebrating, we have been pausing to reflect and to remember those who have given their lives. I don't know if you know this or not, but in the year 2000, in Congress, Congress passed a decree, a law in the year 2000, that every American on Memorial Day, now tomorrow is the official Memorial Day on that Monday, but in 2000, the year 2000, there was a law that was passed in Congress that every American at 3 o'clock your time, wherever, Eastern, Central, Pacific, wherever it is that you live, at 3 p.m. your time, he, the Congress asked that every American would pause for a moment of silence to remember those that have passed and died and fought for our freedom. Now, I don't know how many have done that, uh, but it's been a law for us for 11 years now. 
so I want to ask you, I want to encourage you, if you will. It doesn't have to be an official ceremony, but as you're doing your barbecues and your cookouts, you're doing the parades or whatever it is you may be doing tomorrow with your family, will you take a moment at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon and just take a minute or so, just to, whoever it is that's with you, just to remind them of why we celebrate this memorial. It's not just another day off work. It's not just an extended weekend. There's a reason we celebrate this, and it's to remember those who have fought and died for our freedom. So I'm going to ask you if you'll do that tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And I'm so thankful for the men and women who have died. You see, because those men and women who have died, their death was not in vain. Because they died for our freedom, we're able to come here today and preach the Word of God. We're able to freely stand in America and proclaim what thus saith the Lord. Guys, you realize that those liberties are not exercised for people around the world today? I mean, I was doing some studies, some research this week on Voice of the Martyrs, and I was reading in their website, and I was, I was reading about the persecuted church. And do you realize that in Turkey today, in Turkey, 0.02% are Christian. Less than 1% are Christian. 98% Muslim there. And do you realize that the Christian church and those individuals that proclaim Christ as their Savior, they are being persecuted, they are dying a martyr's death simply because they say, we love Jesus. And a lot of times I think we in America, we have gotten so used to the fact of our freedom that sometimes we forget that there are those around the world today that would love to live one day in your shoes, to walk into your homes, to sit down and eat one of your meals, to be able to come to one of your church services, to be able to pick up one of the many Bibles that we have laying around our house and read it, to be able to come and publicly be in a, in a, in a church service and say, I love the Lord, to sing songs of praise. Guys, many times I think we forget that we are blessed to have this great freedom that we have today in America. Amen? Would you agree with me? So let's, let's be intentional. Let's be intentional about what we do this weekend and let's take a moment to celebrate and let's remember those that have died for our freedom. You know what the cost of freedom is? That's only one thing. You know what the cost of freedom is? Blood. You see, everywhere freedom is exercised, someone had to die for that freedom. And that's what we're celebrating this Memorial Day weekend. But on the spiritual side of it, it's still the same. In order for us to be free spiritually, you know what had to take place? Blood had to be shed. Someone had to die. And you know who that someone was? You know the answer. It was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So today, as we think about Memorial Day, I want to share with you about three things that I think we should do on Memorial Day. I want to make it applicable to the servicemen and women who have died and lost their lives, but also center it around the communion table this morning. This communion table, you know what it shouts out? You know what it screams? It says, I remember I remember who purchased and paid for our freedom. And we're going to observe communion at the end of our service today. And I intentionally moved it around this way so that we could tie these two parallels together. Remembering those who died for our physical freedom and remembering the one who died for our spiritual 
freedom. So on Memorial Day, I think, I believe there's three things we need to do. Number one, jot this down on the back of your, uh, your bulletin, if you will, please, so you can just have it in your notes. But the first thing that I think we need to do on Memorial Day is we need to mourn the loss. We need to mourn the loss. You see, on Memorial Day, I think we need to pause. I think we need to slow down. I think we need to stop. We need to take that moment at 3 o'clock, as Congress said, tomorrow afternoon, if, if at no other time. We need to take that moment and we simply need to stop and mourn the loss. Remember those who died for our freedom. I want us this morning just to take a moment to think about those who have died. Let's take a moment and mourn the loss. Watch this short video. You know, there's a story about a guy named Joshua. From the Bible? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. God told him to build a memorial out of stones. Yeah, and the stones were to be a reminder of this great thing that God had done. So we know it's not the same thing, but we were wondering if we could remember your dad with you. Remember all the great things he's done. Sure. So this one here, this one's for remembering a great friend. This is uh, for his part, keeping my kids safe at night. You got one? Not yet. Right okay. Um, this one's for him being the reason I even know anything at all about the Bible. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. This is for dragging us to church that first time. This is for freedom to worship and his sacrifice for that. This one's for not letting his best friends stay mad at each other. You know, he loved the simple things. Things like people getting to speak their mind or having dreams and pursuing them. This is for defending those things. You know, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. I want to. It's okay, buddy. Just take your time then. This one's not just for my dad, but for all the people like him who helped protect their country. I'll skip to that one. pray on this Memorial Day that you take time to mourn the loss. Yesterday, I was in the hardware store and I was speaking with a lady there at the hardware store and we were talking about Memorial Day and 
And there were people lining up behind me that were, I think you need to stop that video, Kristen. There were people that were lining up behind me that were purchasing uh, flags and different things to put up at their house. And, and I was thankful for that. But then we started talking a little bit about Memorial Day. And she said, you know what? She said, it's, it's as real today as it was 10 years ago. And I said, what's that? And she said, when I lost my brother in, in war, in battle, he died 10 years ago on the battlefield. And she said, you know, it's, it's, it's just as if it was yesterday. It's still fresh. And guys, and, and I know you, you may be thinking, boy, you're harping on this a whole lot. And I'm doing that for a reason. Guys, we need to stop and realize that on this Memorial Day weekend, there are families that are hurting. There are loved ones. There are children without fathers. There are wives without husbands. There are husbands without wives. There's family members that have departed. And it's as fresh today as it was for this lady. As she said, her own words, it's as fresh today, the hurt, the pain of losing my loved one as it was 10 years ago. So I think on Memorial Day, we do need to slow down and we need to mourn the loss of those loved ones. You know, whenever we think about a loved one that passes away, a lot of times we go to all the regrets and we think, boy, if only I could have, if only I had loved him more, if only I had been there at the end, if only I had told them that I loved them. Guys, let me, let me tell you this. Take opportunity that you have today to tell your loved ones that you love them. Take the opportunity you have today to throw your arms around a loved one and give them a hug and tell them you love one. You see, there's no guarantee for any of us of tomorrow. You realize that, guys? So on this Memorial Day, as we observe Memorial Day in the United States of America, let's take time to mourn the loss of those that have died. But also, for Christians, every Sunday is a Memorial Day. Whenever we come together spiritually and we worship the one who died for our sins, we ought to also, as we look at our table, you know what it says? It says we remember our communion table. We remember. It's all set up in a way that says, yes, we remember and we are mourning the loss of the one who had to die for us spiritually. And a lot of times we may look at that and say, boy, if only I had not sinned. If only there was a way where Jesus would not have to die. Guys, may I remind you, the Bible tells us in Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And if there was only one person in this world that Jesus had to die for, he still would have come to die and shed his life's blood on the cross for that one individual. But he did it for the entire world so that the entire world could be potentially saved through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So whenever we come to the Lord's memorial, whenever we come to the communion table of the memorial of our Lord, whenever we file by here in just a few moments and whenever we partake of communion, we should mourn the loss of the broken body of our Lord and the blood that was shed. If you have your Bibles, open them up please to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter number 11 and verse 23 and following. The scripture says this, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-three. The apostle Paul is writing to the church at Corinth and he says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it. And he said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. 
And in the same way, after supper, he also took the cup and he said, This cup is the new covenant established by my blood. Do this as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So whenever we gather around the Lord's memorial table, if you will, whenever we gather around the communion table, I think also we should mourn the loss of our Lord who had to die on the rugged cross. Whenever you think about what he did for me, you think about how he was beaten, you think about the crown of thorns that was pierced on his skull and pierced his brow, you think about the stripes that he took, you think about the humiliation, you think about his beard that was plucked, you think about the spitting that took place into his face. You think about all the humiliation he went through and the pain and the agony and the suffering that he went through. Whenever we come to the Lord's communion, whenever we come to the Lord's memorial, it should cause us to mourn the loss, to mourn the death of our Lord and Savior. Memorial Day is a time to mourn the loss. But secondly, not only is it a time to mourn the loss, secondly, it's a time to remember the lives. Boy, I tell you what, whenever just like this lady I was talking to yesterday, she was remembering the life of her brother. And you know, whenever we come to Memorial Day, yes, we all have loved ones, possibly in our families, who have died in the military and have passed away, or those who have served and those, and they've passed away after that. You know what we should do this Memorial Day? We should remember their lives. We should celebrate this Memorial Day. Why? Because they did not die in vain. You see, over the past 10 years, we've been fighting this war on terror. And those men and women that have died on the battlefield and those that have been wounded, guys, you realize none of that was in vain. Can I get an amen? Amen? Why? Because they are fighting for our freedom. And, and if for no other reason, you know one of the benefits that's taking place? They are at least keeping the war zone out of the United States of America. Hello? There's all type of different political views that are taking place, but I am very thankful that bombs are not dropping here in the St. Louis area. Hello? I am so thankful that the battle's not being fought here on U.S. soil and ground like it was in 2011. And I realize there's hot spots of terrorism that comes up, but I'm thankful that our military is working to defend our freedom and more importantly to keep the war zone out of the United States of America. Amen? Well, we ought to celebrate that. We ought to remember the lives. And the reason we have this freedom today is for those that have fought that battle, those that have given their lives, and those that are fighting that battle today. We remember the lives. As you can walk through the cemeteries, many times I, one of my favorite things to do is just to read the headstones, read the epitaphs, read what's being said. I love to see when they were born. I love to see the date that they died. And I try to think about what life may have been during the dash and by the way, you're living your dash right now. Let that sink in. I preached a whole sermon about the dash one time. But you're living it right now. What's going to be told about you is the dash, what you're living right now. But many times you read on these headstones, these tombstones. Sometimes you'll read something that says, gone too soon. Sometimes you'll read something that says, beloved son, or safe in the arms of Jesus or gone but not forgotten. There's all different types of epitaphs that are put on these headstones, and they're put on there so that we can remember the life of the one who died. Well, guys, you know what? At the Lord's memorial, also at the table here, it's a time for us to remember the life of our Lord. 
Look what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 11 and 24. It says that Jesus gave thanks and he broke it, talking about the bread. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Guys, may I ask you this morning, what do you remember about Jesus? Whenever you come to the Lord's table and you pick up the bread, which is symbolic of the body of Christ that was broken for our sins on the cross, what do you remember about our Lord? Well, I tell you, there's some things I remember. I remember as I've studied through the Word of God, I remember His teachings. Oh, how I would love to have been one of the individuals that sat at his feet as he was on those Judean hillsides and he would just sit down and he would just start teaching the Beatitudes or the great sermon on the mount. I remember the time when there was a great crowd that was following him and he was concerned. He had compassion on them about their physical needs and they were hungry. You remember that story? And he sent his disciples. They said, we'll go. We'll we'll go see if we can find something to eat. And, of course, they run off and trying to find the nearest Burger King or McDonald's. And, of course, they can't find it. And they come back and they say, well, all we got is one lad with two fish and a couple of loaves of bread. And what are we going to do? And he looked up to heaven. He blessed and he fed the multitude. And the Bible says that after he fed the multitude, he took up how many basket loaves? Twelve. Twelve basket loaves full after he had blessed it and fed. Boy, you remember the teachings of Jesus. I remember, the, I remember his miracles. I remember the miracles that, that our Lord did, and you go and you see how many times he, he caused the blind to see and the lame to walk. You remember all these wonderful... I remember the greatest miracle, I guess, would have to be the resurrection of our Lord. I mean, what is it? Whenever you come by the Lord's memorial, whenever you come by the table of communion together with our Lord, you know what we should do? We should remember His teachings. We should remember His sinless love. We should remember how as a young boy, no doubt, He was a perfect son. No doubt He was. No doubt he loved his father and he loved his mother and he honored them and they loved him. And, and think about his, his public ministry. You realize this is a man that literally changed the world in three and a half years. And that moment on the cross, his three and a half years was his public ministry. And you think about all the works that Jesus did in those three and a half years. Whenever we come by the table of our Lord's memorial, you know what we should do? We should remember his life. Remember his sinless life. Remember his teachings. Remember his miracles. Remember, most importantly, his sacrificial death. And remember the victory that every single one of us have in him. Amen? So this Memorial Day, not only should we mourn the loss, but I think also we should remember the lives. But thirdly, in the last one, I think we should give thanks for the sacrifice. Give thanks for the sacrifice. You see, you think about all the heroic acts on the battlefield. I remember watching the news just a few weeks ago after Osama bin Laden had been killed in that raid the news reporters all wanted to get to these special forces they wanted to know who it was that shot him and who was involved in it. and of course for their protection they haven't I don't even know what's going on with that now but at the time I was watching it they weren't going to bring these guys out for interviews and I don't know if they have I haven't watched the news much in the last week or so but I would think hopefully they're not going to do that but you know what You think about all those heroic acts. You think about going in that evening. And you think about that that great cause. I mean, you think about what took place. Not only that particular evening, but all through wars of history. 
My son's getting pretty deep into history now, and he enjoys, he'll come home talking about different things that happen in our nation's history and around the world, and all the heroic acts. You know what that should cause us as Americans to be? Very thankful for the sacrifice that they were willing to give. Many of them carried out these heroic acts just so that we could be free. They were willing to shed their blood. They were willing to die. Many did die. Many have shed blood just so we could be free. And we should be so thankful for the sacrifice that many have made for our freedom today. But in a similar way, Jesus gave his life also. And we should be all so thankful for the sacrifice that was given that freed us from slavery of sin and from death. And we must be eternally thankful for the sacrifice that was given and made there on the cross of Calvary so that we could be free and be able to spend an eternity with our Lord in heaven. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 11 and 25, it says in the same way after supper, he also took the cup and he said, this cup is the new covenant established by my blood. What blood? The blood at this time of writing that was going to be shed on Calvary. Today, the blood that was shed on Calvary. Now, whenever we come by the Lord's memorial, now whenever we come by the Lord's table, we should remember and be very thankful for the sacrifice of the blood that was shed, the life that was given, so we could be free of sin and death. Amen? Amen. Three things every single one of us should do on Memorial Day. We should mourn the loss, we should remember the lives, and we should be thankful for the sacrifice that was given. Literally, in the United States of America, men and women have died for our freedom. We should mourn the loss. We should remember the lives. We should be thankful for the sacrifice that was given. Spiritually, there was one who paid your sin debt and paid my sin debt on the cross of Calvary. And you know what we should do at the Lord's memorial? We should, first of all, mourn the loss. Realize that he suffered a great deal and he died so we could be free. We should remember his life, how he was and is the sinless son of God. Remember his teachings. Live a life in a way that brings honor and glory to him. Remember his life. And then thirdly, be thankful for the sacrifice. Well, thank you for joining us for this message from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360. That's 618-622-9360. Or you can email us at victory at victorychurchonline.net. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials, or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email or call, or send a request to 715 Lake Point Center, Suite 109, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. Come and check us out on the web at www.victorychurchonline.net. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.